0: hey guys welcome to relatable couch podcast i'm damaris and i'm Isis, and today we have the luxury the pleasure of hanging out with somebody that i absolutely adore a blast from my past um todd hello do we, do we want to use the full name
1: or is the middle name Yeah, dead? Yeah,
2: you know it's punctual, yeah. so it's all right. You know Todd Marcus Hill, present. Yes. Um, don't um, want to sound too timid.
1: Sounds like an inventor from my history <laughs> books that, you know, like uh, the T-Model Fords. Let, let, let's see what Todd creates. Yes, Todd Marcus Hill. Yeah. I, to this
0: day, I'm telling you, you got, you got the name Lottery. Yeah, so you know, I put some
2: behind it. You know, got to give it some purpose. Got to invent something. Put something into the world. Yes. You know.
0: Well, welcome all the way from sunny California <laughs> yeah. to musty Florida.
2: Glad to be. Glad to be here with such lovely people, lovely faces, <laughs> lovely smiles, you know.
1: I'm just laughing because it is musty here. It is so musty. Yeah. <laughs> My guy came back through here where it. Sweats. Yes. If there is nothing. So for anyone who's ever, like, flown to Orlando there is nothing like that first initial heat wave when you step out of the airport doors it just smacks you in the face
2: i do not miss that humidity at all at all at all where
1: else have you experienced that virginia Um,
2: yeah virginia
1: virginia is still not as humid as here but it's definitely both places are way more humid than Mm. like cali because i remember when we went in like April or March, was it? Yeah, now it's been two, almost three years, actually. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I was just trying to get the time frame for right. it. But ultimately, um, it was just, It was really nice weather. We thought it was going to be hotter than mm-hmm. it was. The weather was beautiful. But then at night, it was also kind of chilly. Mm-hmm. And we were not well prepared. Mm-hmm. We only had, like, one sweater yeah. or something. We were thinking at the time of just vacation,
0: sunny weather, like Florida. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. That, yeah, it, was, it was very it's just it's it's dry heat mm. versus what
2: you're dealing with is the sun you know it, without that sun you're good you can step out of state. so you're really just dancing you want to get out probably like evening or in the morning 12 o'clock midday is yeah no nah, it's yeah. 90 plus
0: it is beautiful so aside how is uh and you've been in cali for what mm. three years now
2: about two two about three years coming up yeah. on three
0: how how have you now fully you are now a californian like your vibe i'm not sure if you've noticed Mm -hmm. is is virginia's gone your vibe down screams Mm -hmm. i'm from cali Mm -hmm.
2: um it's definitely a different vibe you know people like to say it's not about where you're from it's about where you're at you know so cali has definitely shown me some new ways and i've um added them you know
0: you have dreads now since last time i saw you
2: yeah locks you know i would like to i would locks. like to i would like to go and break, call them locks you know nothing dreadful about it but but yes <laughs> um, that's the
0: first time i've ever heard that <laughs> in my life
2: <laughs> you know speaking into existence you know you want to always speak positivity so um I, I know it's not negative but yeah but yeah you know locks you know um Kind of a sense of, of, of freedom, you know, not looking on past things that I kind of was self-critique on myself, looks and all that. It, it was a part of that. Um, learning new lessons, taking on new habits, working on myself. That's the drive, the hustle. That's what I'm learning from California. It's a lot of hustlers. You know, if you're not, you're under, you know, and if you are, you're on top. So.
0: That's what I hear. I feel like if you don't go over there with a motive or with a dream, you're oh, just yeah. a bum.
2: Most definitely. Yeah. And and yeah, you going? you know, there's level of poverty, I'm sure out, out here and you know, people come down here for purpose or people come down here with dreams and you know, don't really
1: People come down here to retire.
2: Oh, that too. Actually <laughs> I'm like, I think their <laughs> dreams too. have come and gone. That too. That too. <laughs>
1: or actually maybe you did dream to retire in sunny mm-hmm. Florida. I don't know. Yeah.
2: I mean with, with I, I feel like Florida places like Florida, um, New York california you know a lot of creatives take to those places and a lot of dreams a lot of dreamers go into these those areas
1: and oh i think i definitely hear that i remember when we went actually it was my last uber ride to the airport mm. and my uber was and she is an independent filmmaker mm. and she her, cool. i think her project had like been put on hold temporarily mm. for whatever x y and z reason but they were Her and whoever her team was, was doing a documentary on um, like Skid Row Mm. and like the mental illness and all that and Mm. everything. And I was just like, whoa, that's really, really fascinating. And lo and behold, I never would have thought that my Uber driver also makes movies. Right. Like, I think that that's really cool. But I remember talking to her and I told her about like, we, it takes an hour to get anywhere in Cali, Mm. apparently. So we had lots of time to talk and Mm. it was uh, an Uber pool. So we also kind of like pick someone up along the way, but we got to chatting and I told her about like my dreams and how I want to work in animation and Mm. how eventually like stuff, whatever my career, um, whatever happens, it's going to take me to California Mm. more than likely, not necessarily, but more than likely that's what's going to happen. And I will never forget that she told me that the reason that so many people I think flock to la is because it's a city of dreamers like mm. all these people come here or a lot of people come here to try and like pursue their dreams mm. and do x y and z and i'm just like i think that that's a very sweet sentiment mm. um but i also know that it can it can make you very jaded
2: it could be very misleading Ooh. sometimes yes. too. I when i went out there the first thing i was thinking like it's nice you know um and this is not to put anybody who's from california down or who was born there and lives there because i met a lot of people who have lived in the area and born and raised there and never went anywhere else um they it was kind of like a facade for me you know it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be
0: interesting um
2: yeah definitely that's what that's the vibe i was getting out of there but you know is 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 basically a hustle state you know you you pay to live there you know you pay for that sun you pay for the experience you paying for them palm trees you paying for the nice atmosphere so you know as long as you got the hustle and your mind is focused on your business you good but if you lazy yeah you're gonna trump and fall
0: i did hear also like if um there are people that go out there and look for hustle or think that they'll find hustle through relationships, like mm-hmm. through friends, mm-hmm. and they realize, oh no, this is yeah. just work, yeah. so I think lowering the expectations of, oh, you're going there to like live this life, mm-hmm. and whatever, nah, you're no. going there to literally... <laughs> yeah eat shit yeah. and yeah. work yeah but the benefits i guess is worth it
2: right yeah i mean at the end it's, it's some nice sunshine nice nice little views to go see you know a lot of things to do in california up and down you know because i'm in sacramento so you know my take is to like oakland um san francisco um, How is san Fran? um lovely yeah lovely um it's a lot of places it's it's a it's, it's it's a lot of things to do in san francisco i'm just checking out the sites like i just went to a, a place called um Oh my goodness! It's, it it left my head. Um, mm, what is it called? Twin Peaks. Um, it's kind of just an oversee of the whole city, so you can see everything, the whole city. The you really above Your the pictures? clouds. pictures. I definitely do. Oh, we'll, we'll post <laughs> those later. But I wish <laughs> not, That is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So the next uh it's another place called like King Cove Beach, and there's like a, a swing set that people. You know, swing going, and it's right there by the Bay Bridge. So I'm gonna go. That's next up. So that it's a lot of things that. to see. That's what I do like about California. Yeah. Hiking, all that, you know. Go.
0: You know, aside from Canada, Canada's a, my, <sighs> Cali and Canada were, I think, my top favorite because the, the week that we were in, in uh, LA, mm-hmm. uh, I loved, I, I loved every minute of us being like every there was a funny story at every corner so i know that there's way more to explore than mm-hmm. what we were just in the city for mm-hmm. a week so i can only imagine the other side yeah. you know
2: because i just i just met a friend that's from san francisco we kind of made this path to you know work out and you know better ourselves mentally and physically right um and he was like yeah man i, I want to leave but you know i know i know san francisco like the back of my hand so I, I think i'm gonna take him with me next time so he can show me all the crevices he's like yeah i know the whole city i'm like this city is wild you're going up the ledges the steeps is is different the landscape is different the atmosphere is different the people is different you know the air is different you know there's not too many cities you go and you could wear a sweater and shorts at the same time
0: true every time i think of the air is different to reference an old episode new york oh god yeah
2: Yeah. i haven't been to new york yet but i definitely you
1: walk out of the train it smells like rats and trash
2: Philly is close to that
1: it didn't smell dirty it just smelled like smog like industrialization yes and i'm like (laughs) We, we were just so taken aback. You make mm. that, like, scrunchy face mm-hmm. of, like, what the yeah. hell is that smell? Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we're <laughs> in the city. But then we got back home, and I was like, mm. like, the biggest inhale. I'm like, the air is so clean. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, just to kind of move right along, um, a thing that, mm. well, kind of a thing that we both have in common is younger siblings. Amen. Granted, um... Isis has kind of had the sibling experience without having the sibling experience. She mm-hmm. is the adopted middle child mm-hmm. um, from me and my brother, but regardless it's on the same. Um, I know that as an older sibling not to get too deep or whatever, but my brother has seen me, I told you this a few days ago, my brother mm-hmm. has seen me go through the dirt. Mm-hmm. They seen me drag. So, the sometimes the best pathways are led based off of the examples that you set Mm -hmm. so in that specifically what are your thoughts on you being an older brother now your brother being where he is what do you think you did previously and what you can do now to either improve the example that you're going to set for him or continue the example that you feel that you've been setting for him
2: um i'll take it in chunks a little bit like um my, hmm, my story is being an older brother. It's an interesting one, you know, it's, it's one that you really don't have a choice and you kind of got to walk through. And, you know, for me at a young age, you know, taking on that responsibility, absence of my dad, you're the man of the household. So now you really have to be an example for your brother and you still trying to find your way. You know, so there was a, a selflessness, selfishness, you know, that I was trying to balance out. Do I really want to do this? I didn't sign up for this. I don't know who I am, you know, and then I can know walk your brother through that or walk any younger sibling. I don't even, you know, hold it to that. I had cousins and stuff that looked up to me just the same. So it was interesting definitely a learning curve but something to definitely understand you know it was it was nothing that i wanted to initially run away from i was never gonna leave my brother or younger sibling in the wayside but you know you want to know yourself you know you can't help anybody you know if you don't help yourself you know you can't take care of anybody if you don't take care of yourself um so definitely want to understand you know setting an example um, I will be honest, you are setting an example, regardless if it's good or bad, you know, you, you, you can be doing nothing and, and nothing is being seen. So that will be replicated or influenced on a on younger sibling. That's that's very true. And to be honest, I was doing that for a lot of, you know, my younger days, you know, and it took me, you know, probably a couple years back. You know, very it's very in my face nowadays. Um, the word set an example. Um, because it translates you know it's not just to your brother it's it's to you know it's to everyone that comes after you it's to everyone that looks up to you you know there's there's a lot of family family that looks up to me and it's like what are you doing they want to know your well-being they want to make sure you're all right you know they want to make sure that you're going the right ways you know
0: to shift and let you think about it since i since Isis is here based off of the example that you've seen me you being, or me being older than you, do you think that some of the stuff or some of the decisions that I've made have, has influenced you negatively or positively in your life, specifically? I feel
1: like that's a really loaded question. Um, I, in a way, it had to. I don't, you and I, Bicker and butt heads so much, every day to be exact, about, Almost anything and everything. Um, Like, actually, that reminds me really quick about the first time that we ever went on a cruise together. And I had been gifted this camera that we were going to be taking pictures with on the trip. And I remember we specifically said, we promised to each other, we are not going to fight over this camera. So we fought about everything else except Except the the camera. camera. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yes, I mean... I think that the things that you've been through have affected me in a way emotionally, but not in the way that like, oh, I'm not going to do this because I saw that it went bad for her. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very much a firm believer in I make my own decisions and I'm also very stubborn, but it kind of has to do with the fact that with the way your personality is and my personality, you're a little bossy, you know? So I... I know. So I was just like, you were telling me to do stuff, and I'm like, no, I want to do it my way. And, you know, yes, I hit a few walls along the way, and you got your, a couple of I told you so's in along the way, Mm -hmm. but I did learn, I think that I, the biggest thing that I picked up from seeing the things that you've gone through has been probably the way that I relate to people. Like relationships and like the way that I've learned to deal with emotions, Um, whether that be healthily or not, Mm -hmm. I guess time will tell. But um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that I ever actually made like a huge life decision just based off of something that you went through. I think now that we're older and that we connect better and that we're able to communicate better more effectively, although we've always connected, it's just we've both grown as people. I think that I seek your advice a lot more now than I did, than we were younger. Mm-hmm. So I it comes with maturity for sure. But you and I are also a lot, not a lot, but I'm in the middle. So like I'm closer to you in age than your brother. So I think like for your brother, it's more like, yeah, yeah, she knows what she's talking about. But then for me, I'm like, Demers, you know what you're talking about. Shut up. <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) leave me alone (laughs) being a middle child because both do you do you
1: feel the sense of being a middle child no only because so my very complex relationship i feel very loved fortunately by both you Mm -hmm. and jordi but at the end of the day you guys are not my biological siblings like you're my cousins so you had your parents and i had mine Mm -hmm. so i had i was almost raised by myself like as a Only child. There we go. I was going to say single sibling, but I was like, but that's not the word for it. (laughs) Like almost like an only child because I do have older siblings. I'm actually the youngest of four, but they are a lot older than me. So I didn't get the sibling experience with them. So I am the quote unquote adopted sibling, you know, with you guys. But yeah, I feel like my relationship is both similar and different with both you and Jordi and I don't feel like I was in any way gypped or forgotten about or whatever like mm-hmm. what tends to happen with the middle sibling so not really I just just kind of existed
0: yeah, yeah.
1: what about you 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 are also a middle child no
2: yeah I mean I you're mean, an
1: actual middle child yeah
2: I, I mean it's still you know there's still the Kirks. I feel like in every family you could go deep within it you know my dad I was the first of his children. You know, my sister is my stepsister, you know, so.
1: Oh, she's your stepsister? Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. step or half?
2: Half-sister, excuse Half-sister. me, I'm, I'm, oh. I use the wrong connotation See, I, time.
1: with my siblings, we're all half, like my biological siblings, mm. we're all half-siblings. Right. So we have the same mother. Right. I'm my dad's only child. Right. So I, like, right. I, I feel you know what I'm saying? where you're coming from. You
2: know, so I understood the love of my dad. You know, my sister was always there, but she was always, she was more so like a second mother, you know, because she was a little bit more up in age with, with me. Mm
0: the viewers know my brother's in the room. I Mm. think that quickly you can relate. (laughs) You can understand. You can relate. Was I like your second, uh, your second mother? Mm. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Most definitely. Most definitely. And then, and then my younger brother, you know, he's, he's just looking up at, you know, his other brother, you know, and and wondering what's he going through, what's going through his mind. Um, And I wish I catered to that. You know, nowadays I will lighten it up because I definitely left it like I was giving him nothing. But, you know, um, it was just a challenge, you know, um he he didn't know how to vocalize um what he wanted what he was thinking and in a um a manner which he thought you know would fit in the air but um coming up you know california kind of had his ways because we were just left with each other we're not making new friends like that it's about business and doing business only so a lot of you know real um more um, necessary. I wouldn't say serious, but necessary conversations, purposeful conversations with my brother, which I'll cherish forever, you know, has come from that. And and he's grown and I've, I've got to understand him on a level and, and build with him on a on a very, very interesting level. Um, closer than, you know, some of my friends, you know, you know, back in school, because you, you understand the purpose and what you were doing, what you surrounded yourself with then and what you do it again. Then I'm pretty sure a lot of us would say no um, oh
0: yeah
2: <laughs> you know so you, you always want to progress you know and even even to that you know um, you know negative things that we went through as long as we overcame them you understand them you know again you know old switch song you know what I'm saying hurt only comes to pass you not switch the bars let me get my music right you know what I'm saying hurt <laughs> only comes to pass you you know as long as you triumph, it, it is a story to tell This there's, there's something to be I mean, something honorable in that right you know, even so
0: I mean yeah, not even, like, your siblings really do tell what you go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and once again, I always say this, and I say this with the most, like, I don't tend to brag, mm-hmm. but my brother really is my favorite person. So mm-hmm. is she. You see what I'm saying? And it's, even though you never really know how it's, what you're doing affects them until you sit down and have a conversation. Mm. Once again, not to annoy him, because I understand that he's in the room, my (sighs) brother's one of the hardest people to talk to because Mm. he's always like, no, nothing, it's cool. Mm. I don't know, I'm fine, I'm fine. Mm. So to talk to him and get him to speak Mm. and speak and tell you what he's actually feeling, you have to ask him 17 times. (laughs) 17 times (laughs) and then 17 different ways. And maybe one of the ways he's finally like, all right. So this is what I'm actually feeling. Mm-hmm. But to get to the I'm actually feeling, you really have to dig. Mm-hmm.
2: And it's like, a puzzle piece. Oh my piece. gosh.
0: It's it is whatever. But if you ask and ask and ask, it's like a it's a continue, You just have to keep asking mm-hmm. because, I guess sometimes and and you know I could be wrong. I'm not a younger sibling, so I mm-hmm. don't know. But I'm assuming it's more of, because based on what he's told me in his past, it's more of, it takes a lot of effort sometimes, Mm -hmm. and you don't know if what you're gonna say is either gonna change or not change, whatever situation you're in. So you have to really think before you want to actually say something.
1: I have no idea what you mean by that.
0: Okay, our relationship got cool when I was about 20, like really cool, maybe 23, Mm. 22. After I was able to accurately put into words what I was going through mm-hmm. and I was able to step back and listen to what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that time span to talk to Jordi is to have to ask him 17 times to actually talk because his usual response is, I'm good. I'm fine. It's cool.
2: Yeah, know, not for that. You know, I definitely went through a, a, a similar, very, very, very similar, you know, um situation with my little brother you know i i'm a listener so i definitely understand the list and I'm, I'm definitely going to take in all that's around me um but definitely trying to put those words in the in the right connotation and fit them right you know for them to be understood or even ask the right questions it was definitely harder than playing to raise, like with my brother with that like it, it was it's 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 tricky. Hard. It's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. Um. It's, it's
0: tri- <laughs> and that's why you know you've been in this house for a few days. No, no, no.
2: I, I understand the office or <laughs> something. But yeah, you know, it, it's definitely um a hat trick, or whatever you like to call it. You know, um to 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 dig into somebody's head to understand where they're coming from, um to penetrate through um insecurities through anything that you know uh, they feel like. Cause that's how I felt. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to um, hurt anybody's feelings You know, I like to be considerate And if I'm thinking that And you set an example You're pretty sure the person under you is thinking that You know, so my I understood that my brother's probably thinking that So um, I talked to my older sister the other day And she wound up giving me a little bit of parent of, of how to go about it um, You know, walk him through it You know, if, he, if he's not um, giving you a good answer You know, um, bring up something You know Ask him if he likes this, you know. If you want him to get into schools and he's not really into it, you know, don't pressure him. But if you want to walk it, see if you like it, and then ask him how what he thinks about it. Should I go with this? You know, invite him into your world. Right. You know. So.
0: And it's fun, funny that you say that. Sometimes I've in the spectrum of me growing up, I've learned that I am a bulldozer, and mm-hmm. I, I've known this. So I actually sometimes seek advice from her mm-hmm. on how to. Speak to people in a way to where my message is clear mm-hmm. and you just don't think that I'm attacking because right. you know me. My intention is never really right. to attack people. Very few people know me, like actually the three people in this room know me. So, although my personality up front may come off as I'm gonna come, I'm coming for mm-hmm. you, that's never my intention. Mm-hmm. I have a great heart. I don't always know how to act, or I have been learning how to be better at. Conveying that message mm-hmm. versus conveying I'm angry or conveying you did something to me or like pushing whatever I'm feeling, right. um. So kind of work through the emotion and speak the actual mm-hmm. logic. Um. So yeah, man. Sometimes it's, you just have to like it's tricky. it. Know, it is tricky. It's tricky
2: because because we deal with emotions, but right. you know I, it's something I was given, and um, you know, it's, it's the mission is to understand. You know, as as long as who you talking to understands where you coming from and vice versa that's the only thing you know the ultimate elevation of love is understanding you know that's something that always hold in any relationship so i got a question um because it's personal to me and and uh, again like i don't like to hurt feelings i don't like to um
1: me Uh (laughs) uh-huh
2: right so how how do you guys um take on confrontation.
1: Oh, actually right now that you said that, and I will answer your question. Mm-hmm. I promise. So when I was in my preteen and for, I want to say the middle of my teenage years, cause I think I started getting better, like around 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I went through a very angry phase and I was very unhappy and I, I was an asshole to like everybody. Um, <laughs> And I mean, like, obviously, you know, like, my friends were cool, because I wanted to hang out with my friends. But like, I was just I was mean. Mm -hmm. And it came to, I don't remember what it was exactly. I think I took a creative writing class my senior year. And I actually, I read this book um, called The Perks of Being a Wallflower, Mm -hmm. which is very 1010 would recommend. For I'm people with a with emotions, hmm. but it's a very sweet story. It's about a guy who's going into high school, and he he's a little odd. Hmm. Um, that's I don't want to give anything away, but he actually writes letters to this friend, and we don't know who this friend is. Hmm. And he's uh, confiding in them about his high school experience, hmm. and he makes all these friends, um, and he you know he kind of goes through the motions of like his first year of high school and i will never forget there's a line in there that says um or there's a scene where he's talking to his english teacher because he's very very smart and so his english teacher gives him like these books to read like Mm. to um and like they talk about it or whatever and it's you know he it's his way of engaging with him and there's a scene where he returns one of the books um or at least i think that's what happens but it's been a while But he asked, because he likes this girl, Mm. and he really likes this girl, and her boyfriend is shit, Mm. and he treats her shitty. And so he kind of, like, asked his English teacher, and he's like, why do people let the people they love treat them badly? And his teacher responds, you know, we accept the love that we think we deserve. Mm. And I started thinking about, like, the people and like that book really affected me in a way that it made me think about the way that I affect other people and the mm-hmm. way that I relate to other people and I think mm-hmm. that very like as months went on I kind of somehow started to change like I realized that I was unhappy and mm-hmm. that I wanted to be Better And I somehow landed into this sort of zen mode, which is how I carry or I try to carry my life, mm. like throughout on my day to day. So my favorite line, or my favorite thing to call myself is I'm an angry hippie. <laughs> so I, I don't like hurting people's feelings. And it's just because I somehow I think it came with age and maturity, I developed into this empathetic person. And so I often think about, like, well, how would this person feel if I treated, if I, how would I feel if I was treated by someone else the way that I'm treating them? Do you know what I mean? And so I think about that very often. And so, like, I somehow... That has helped me mm. to become a softer person okay. over the years. As far as confrontation goes, mm. I'm not good with confrontation. <laughs> like I'm not unless I'm, oh, unless I'm really angry. Mm. Perfect example. Last night, ours mm. uh, in the car.
0: I already forgot. Girl. You already forgot. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, Demaris said something. I don't remember what it was, but sh- I went on to call her a b-i-t-c-h oh yeah it was it was the
2: 808 set and then she's (laughs) like
1: she was all upset she's like you called me a bitch on my birthday and i'm like you called me a bitch on my birthday last year when i blah 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 we were on the car Mm -hmm. sorry we were not on the car we were in the car on the way to disney and damaris is like she held that in for a year and a half. Yeah. I don't even remember calling her a bitch on her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was astonished. I was astonished. But I'm actually quite the opposite of her. Mm. I, I, <laughs> people think I'm attacking them half of the time. Mm.
1: I think that's something that we're definitely like learning from each other. I think that. I am, in a way, an influence to you as far as, like, you learning how to be a softer person. Mm -hmm. And then you are an influence to me as in, like, I am learning to better assert myself because I could be a little doormatty sometimes. And I can be a little bulldozy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's... At least I'm learning that it's a balance. Empathy is something that I don't know if it's just, like, my life experience or just some of the stuff I've been through that I've mm-hmm. kind of lost mm-hmm. um, specifically over these past like four years like I was angry for a very long time mm-hmm. um, and I would say it's been maybe within four years maybe two years where mm-hmm. I started to learn how to understand people's feelings mm-hmm. instead of I don't care what you're thinking
1: right
0: um, Let's just get the solution. And the perfect... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. The perfect example of that that I thought of off the top of my head, um, my roommate and I, Mm. Justin, not to put too much out there, we had an argument. Mm. We've only had one angry argument since Mm. I've moved here. And it was all about, I guess, the way that I had said something. Mm. Um, But the phrase that I had said is, um, when I want something, I don't give a fuck about your stuff. Right. And he took the I don't give a fuck about your stuff part, and just rolled with it. I think that my wording could have been kinder,
2: Mm.
0: but the context behind it wasn't necessarily to attack or where it was. It was just kind of like in a a stream of thought. Mm. Like when I'm thinking about my money, I'm not thinking about your stuff type of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So I'm learning how to just be softer Mm. and how to not necessarily go and attack and be as vulgar, Because in all honesty, I think where we're from, people are a little harder than Floridians. Let right. me tell you, you know. I'm, it, I'm still it's, claiming, it's this, it's next, claiming this at least three, four episodes now. They are sensitive. Mm-hmm. So learning how to be soft, but understanding that you can't let somebody, like you need to get your message mm-hmm. across. And everything that's talked about can be understood. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's what at least I'm learning right now so basically to like wrap up my answer for your question Mm. is that i myself unless i am angry i don't come at you angry and it's like i so one time damaris i was holding her cat she sprayed something in the cat's face i think it was catnip but he like freaked out and he ended up scratching my neck Mm. and it was more of the shock i was afraid but i got really angry And I yelled at her. I'm like, why would you do that? So on and so forth. And then she told my best friends, um, Clint and Natalie, about it, like I think a day or two later. And they were just in such shock, like ECs doesn't yell at people or or this or that or whatever. And I've been told that a multitude of times. I remember yelling at one customer one time in the nearly seven years of optical that I worked in. Mm. And it was because he started yelling at me and I was like, sir, you don't need to yell at me. She can help you over rare. there. <laughs> that
2: vibration is real. You know? And it's
1: just like, so I'm not typically, I guess with the exception of Damaris or mm. my family, which I have this like beyond maximum level of comfort mm. of being 1000% myself. Right. I don't, I don't harshly react at a rapid pace. Mm primarily because I understand that if I am upset or if I am angry, I can say things, I can do things or whatever. And it may not be my exact intent. It's just the fact that I'm upset, Mm. which I guess is kind of like what happens with Damaris sometimes. So I've sort of learned over the years, I kind of Give myself a minute to breathe Mm -hmm. or I just I let it be and then I revisit and I have a conversation with the person about it at a later time Mm -hmm. just because it obviously it depends on the thing like you know if we're standing on the street and you calling me a bitch then I'm not gonna back down Mm -hmm. so that's different but like for example um if I have a disagreement with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. he's more of a logical person and I think that that also has helped me yeah. for sure. He's he's not big on like responding to emotion. Yeah. It's more, he's very emotional. Um, <laughs> but he he says he's not, but they're there. Okay. They exist. Very human. Um, and so <laughs> I've sort of learned to adopt my communication skills so that I can get my message across effectively. Because I feel that with where I'm at in my life right now, by Coming at you, yelling, um, kicking, punching, or just being ugly with my words, or just flat out crying. It's like, nobody's going to understand what you're saying. Right. They're just going <laughs> to see red, right. or that you're crying uncontrollably, and that's not effective or mature at all. Right. Well, I, I'm just an emotional being, so. Well, I, me I, too,
0: but still. I, forewarn, I guess in different ways. I forewarn people. If I start tearing up, please listen to the logic behind the right. tears. There's more words coming out. Yeah. Just let the tears flow right. and just let me get my message out because I get it from my mom. Yeah. I blame uh-huh. my mother. My mom cries <laughs> at every every speck. Like She sees a beautiful kitten. She's like, baby, and cries. It's, I'm my mother's child, so it's right. just a learned trait.
2: I feel it, you know. You know, for me, it's it's definitely been, you know, to listen. You know, y'all speak about, you know, co- coming soft from hard. Um, for me, it's, you know, coming hard from soft. You know, learning to stand on things. You know, speaking up for myself. Taking on the boss and the assertiveness. Because the confrontation for me, if you bring it to me and I feel those kicking, those screaming, I just might leave. <laughs> I just that's, that's what I know.
1: Well, that's the other thing is that, so, the only, I think person that i've ever encountered that is like that mm. is my boyfriend mm. and he i think is the type of person that would rather not deal with it mm-hmm. rather than listening to like reason mm. or something so i it's definitely affected the way that i've right. learned to communicate um don't tell him that no, no, it'll, no. I, look if it, i understand it it will just make <laughs> his head bigger okay i understand
2: <laughs> it i understand it because Everything you can't run away from. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. If it's if it's something that really is um, meant to be understood, you can't just you know, all right, I'm gonna just go away, and if it comes back, I hope it's gone. Or I'm gonna close my eyes, and when it opens, you know, mm-hmm. you can't just ignore flies. the problem, right? You gotta walk into it, you know, and especially if you believe something, because again, you know, for me, I want to offend, I want to hurt nobody's feelings, I don't want you to walk and be like, oh, I, I can't stand that guy. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with to talk to him anymore, so you know to be understood to make sure that i'm not you know um bringing myself down in the conversation or or dumbing myself down and you know being able to stand on my beliefs and my opinions and you know still be able to accept somebody else you know differences aside Yeah.
0: yeah
1: oh sorry i got excited i was like wait i have a thought um i think that's actually one of the most beautiful Things and I really, really appreciate that you said that because I was going to say actually the same thing. (laughs) Oh, great! Well, I understand that we're all different, and I think that you know this. That statement comes to my ears Mm -hmm. at a time in which I feel that the world is very divided, Mm -hmm. and we are always going to be different from one another. No one is ever going to be exactly the same, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. I, you don't need me to be exactly like you Mm -hmm. to be understanding that I am different. We just don't have to like, granted, obviously if it's your, like your family, your significant other or something, you know, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's, I think, I think that there's something beautiful in the fact that we are all similar and different at the same time. And I think that we should look towards embracing those differences and finding where, we are similar and share a common ground because at the end of the day, we're all just people. We all want the same things. We all want to be loved. We all want to be understood. We all want to eat. We all want clean water. Mm -hmm. Like,
2: we all want to relate. You know? Most yeah. of us want
0: money.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah you I know, know being scenario. rich would be cool, too. <laughs> One day, okay, Todd will be handsomely rich. Handful. I will be majestically Majestic. rich. Because <laughs> We were trying to figure that out because he said handsomely wealthy the other day. And I was like, that's a really cool saying. I was like, what would I be? Because I'm not handsome. <laughs> And then Damaris is like beautifully rich, and I'm like, I oh, don't know. I think I'd like to be majestically Majestic. rich, <laughs> Majestic. <laughs> or majestically wealthy. Hashtag
2: yes. majestically yes. wealthy.
0: Something something <laughs> someone told me once. Uh, rich is a current state. Mm. Wealth is a lifetime. Well,
2: well, just to give you a little, I'm gonna shout out to my my mentor, Mr. Edwards, because forever in the day he'll tell you that he's poor. Um, but you know, to come into that connotation, he is a blessed young man. Or he's he's a little old head now but he's 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 a blessed man um as far as physical you know earnings and wealth and having that but he still claims poor poor is a mindset poor being rich and poor is a state of mind i do believe i still gotta explore it but that's what that's what i'm on right now
1: do you think that that's because if you feel like oh i'm rich then you get lazy well or like you lose the hustle
2: well for him he was explaining to me a little bit it had to do with what it brought him so what that what, what those earnings and, and that wealth brought him, um, his family is, is kind of, it's, it's a little tricky because you have this wealth and the thought after it is what I'm thinking before I even get it, what I'm going to do with it, who I'm going to pass it on to. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, your family is definitely thinking about it. And especially if you're sitting on a lot and they're not, they're going to want to know if you're in, your, in their will, um, in their, if, if they're going to earn anything from being close mm-hmm. to you. And that's what, that's what he's dealing with. So he considers some of the people like me. I'm not asking for no dollar from him. You know, it's just he's always been there for me. You know, so I call to talk to him. And he texts up with me from time to time. And that's what he wants. And that's the closeness that he's wanting. Brady. So his poor may be a connotation to that and not so much the money that he
1: has. I understand. I lost the thought that I was going to say. Oops. Oh, well yeah i feel
0: like this
2: is a lot i like this man he's fed like in any it's another day in the life of a poor man if he ever hears this he's gonna laugh because that's all he says and and there's a bunch of us you know that he was our teacher my seventh grade teacher and there's a a lot of mutual friends that also had him as a teacher even the school under knew him you know you know you're doing the right thing when they're asking why aren't you the principal and you're a seventh grade teacher like you know, you know you doing something right. You're affecting the kids in the right way when they are asking that. Um so, you know, he always, you know, challenged us, you know. Um you know, you know made us think about things in a bigger light than just as they were.
0: And you know what's beautiful about you talking about your mentor? Yeah. You never know what effect you have on somebody whether it's negative or positive. Oh yeah until years on the line. And that ties it right back <laughs> to being an older yeah, right. sibling. Because <laughs> you never know what you're doing today, how it's going to affect somebody in t- five years, in ten years. Mm-hmm. And they may not consciously like, know it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Perfect example. So, th- the, la- the other night, when we all decided to have a party, and Damaris was here and not here all at the same time, <laughs> she proceeded to as she does the proud mother slash sister she feels she is to me she wanted to show off my art to alana and todd so i she's like i was like i don't want to go get it she's like i'll go get it she's like the big one right and i'm like okay so she's walking down the stairs very intoxicated with this giant portfolio thing that's literally about the size of me almost And I'm over here like showing them my art and blah, blah, blah. And then it reminded me because earlier that day, I had reached out to a girl that I met two years ago. So I, as you listeners know, I moved here to Florida to get into the character animation program at UCF, which thankfully I did. So Manifestation, baby. So proud. Um, I think I would have been devastated. I don't know what I would have Mm -hmm. done, (laughs) but it just, it brings me so much joy and I'm, I'm very proud and i think it's something that i'm always going to hold on to like if i'm ever having like self-doubt like i did this but two years ago i went to an open house for this for the program and i met a girl and she had just gotten into the program herself she was a junior at the time because the two-year program so your junior senior year Um, And I was talking to her I was asking her advice and I was telling her that I was very nervous I was afraid that I wouldn't you know get in and I was also nervous about what it would mean for me as far as like because It's very intense um, very hands-on. It's a lot a lot of work It's a lot of hours and I was afraid like well What am I gonna do for money because work and this and that and so on and so forth So there's a lot of things that I had to think about because yes I have the support of my family and I'm very blessed, but I moved down here on my own relatively like I live here by myself before Demaris moved here. And so, after that, I was talking to her and she was telling me all these things. She was uh, uh sharing her experience about how um when she submitted her portfolio and everything, how like it was the most dreadful month to wait because you submit at the beginning of February, you get your um acceptance or decline right. <laughs> letter um at the beginning of March. And she's like, it was the scariest time waiting for that month, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as I got the acceptance letter or email, she's like, I felt like I could breathe again. But we were talking back and forth. She was telling me about her experiences and everything. And there was just something about that conversation. I remember we had like a specific moment. We kind of locked eyes Mm. and she was just like, they can tell when you're very passionate. And she looked me right in the eyes and she goes, you'll get in. And it's something that I'm never going to forget because here I am two years later and I still remember her and I remember how she made me feel. And it was like, it was another, I felt like in that moment, it was like a dreamer talking to another dreamer. And there's just so much resonance and like connection there that I remember that so vividly even this far ahead now, but I, I think the following year I went to another open house and she was there as well, but I didn't speak to her that time, but I had found out when I was there that she had gotten an internship between her junior and senior year at DreamWorks. And now lo and behold, cause I, since I got in, I started connecting with the other kids that are going to be in my class as well as the, it was their like, her senior class, it was their juniors, and now they are the seniors to my junior class. Yeah. So, everybody's connected. It's At the end of the day, it's very small. It's only 30 people. And let me reiterate, 30 people a year for the country. Just throwing yeah. that out there. Okay. <laughs> Bragging moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I remember, um, so I followed her on Instagram and I saw a post the other day that she, it was a picture of her standing at the DreamWorks campus. Um, and she's like, I'm not on campus yet, but I can't wait to start my job at X, Y, and Z and blah, blah, blah. Like, so she got a job at DreamWorks after graduating. And I'm like, that is monumental. Like that is freaking huge. And I'm so happy for her. And we know when I got in and after the, um, when they premiered their films, I reached out to a couple of the people that I had met a few months prior, mm. um, because it was it was recent. I figured we'd kind of like remember each other right. or whatever, and that was cool then. But I was like, if I never reach out and tell her thank you and like congratulations, now I feel like I'm never going to. Mm. And something in me just really wanted to.
0: Right.
1: So I reached out to her and I told her I was like, hey, certain you don't remember me, but we met two years ago at X, Y, and Z. You said some things to me that really resonated with me and it came to me at a time where I really needed to hear it mm-hmm. and i think that by your advice and your inspiring words like it really pushed me to like go for it mm-hmm. like that little conversation although yes believe in yourself whatever i was going through a lot of self doubt at the time it really pushed me forward to think i can do this mm-hmm. like this is meant for me and i was like i saw that you got into like a job at dreamworks congratulations that's amazing your film that you guys made was amazing and i can't wait to see what other amazing things you do right and when she responded to me she's like i actually remember you really well and i was like oh my god i'm like me <laughs> a whole me it was just like it was it was so endearing i was like i'm really flattered but she was telling me that um it made her very happy to receive my message and uh, like thank you so much for reaching out and so on and so forth she's like go out there and do amazing things yourself mm-hmm. and i'm just like it warmed my heart so much i'm like i want I- i'm gonna work with you one day watch
2: speak it into existence watch
0: yeah. speak into existence yeah. and because um my, my my guys got a flight to cash and we could talk here because we're almost at an hour believe it or not yeah. um just quickly What intention, and this is more for go on record because Mm -hmm. I'm holding you accountable for a few things based on our conversations, from now to the next time I see you, whether it's a weekly goal, a monthly goal, six months, what's one thing that you're doing now that you're going to do differently next Um, time I um, see you?
2: I like words, um, so I'm going to say this word, dominate. Um, I have yet to take the steps that I wanted to Um, in preparation. I see all things and I weigh them out. And do I want to do this? Do I love this? Do I have passion for it But behind passion? I see belief, you know? Um, So for me, it's definitely to dominate all fields, anything that I want to do physically, mentally books. I want to read things. I want to learn, do it, fail, do it, fail, do it again. You know, the, that's what I'm taking to. And then to show my brother the road. Because if you don't walk it, how do you know? You know, how do you know where you're going to? How do you know what's out there for you? You know, you can't you can't paint the road. You know, you have to walk it. You, you don't know what's there for you. So to go out and do something, anything.
0: Here at Relatable Couch, we like to give words of advice. So I think that's a beautiful way to end.
2: Do it do it now <laughs> just
0: do it just do it like nike alright <laughs> you all right y'all um thank you so much for coming love, to see thank me Thank you
2: for having me i love you guys too i love it. it's love. like
0: it's like this you've now seen all of me oh yeah with meeting them so thank you okay. i love you dearest yeah, it's good. but um yeah that'll be it uh so
1: thank you for joining us today um you can go ahead and do the don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at relatable underscore couch. If you want to follow us independently, you can follow Damaris at follow DSG and you can follow me at Izzy underscore robotics with an I X with an ix at the end so you can check out my art and stuff uh, you can also send us emails for any stories advice or just maybe suggestions for things you want us to talk about at our email which is relatable couch podcast at gmail.com and we as we stated last week are back on a weekly schedule so thank you so much for tuning in guys and we will be back on the mic next week
0: yeah quickly quickly to tell the audience anyone um that you want to follow internet
2: um I don't, but I do plan to be back. So I will have some information to give. You know, I, I don't want to be purposeless with it.
1: When Todd Marcus Hill gets artsy, we will have links for you guys. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll hold you to that. But thank you guys
0: for joining us today. Bye. Bye.